Good morning. Welcome to the program. If you have heard the word no money down, then you know that that is associated with Carlton Cheats. Carlton has years and years of real estate experience. You have seen him on television, have heard him on this program, among programs around the country and internationally as well. Good morning, Mr. Sheets, and welcome to the program. Well, good morning, and thank you. So all we have to do is convince somebody to lend us a lot of money, go buy real estate, and we'll make a fortune, and we don't really need to know too much. Right or wrong? (laughs) That is wrong, sir. You know, this is the problem, I think, that we were faced with over the last three years when an awful lot of speculators got into got into the uh, marketplace. Um, we had a situation that was caused by very lenient credit standards, the normal the, more, the normal demand for real estate, uh, lower interest rates, which caused a lot of people that ordinarily wouldn't have been interested in buying, gave them the ability to buy, and then there were a lot of speculators. And the feeling was, if you could just land a piece of property and hang on to it for six or eight months, you'd make a fortune. And uh, you and I both know what happened. Many, many, many people were burned. Uh, people walked away from uh, pre-construction uh, uh, commitments. They bought property and then they couldn't sell it. It's too bad, but this is the problem that comes when people approach real estate as a speculator rather than as an investor. And as any other kind of investor, will, a seasoned investor will attest to, it is not necessarily who you know that in some businesses works, but it's what you know and what the other person doesn't know. Boy, Mike, you could not have said it any better. And I think so many people uh, just assume that they can go out uh, and buy a home. No, No big deal, no problem. And I tell people it's not what you know about real estate that hurts. It's what you don't know that can cause you to make a mistake and can cost you money. So education is so very important in, in any business, but I think particularly in real estate. Carlton, how did you get started? And the second question to how did you get started, did you ever think you would wind up where you are? No, I really didn't. And, it, you know, I, I, I did believe in educating myself. Actually, uh, Mike, I got fired from my job in April of 1970, and uh, someone suggested that there were opportunities to get educated and, uh, and, and make money in real estate, so I decided to go ahead, and I guess the rest is history. I I uh, had no money and I had no uh, credit. Uh, I did have a family and a couple of young children. But I, uh, I I got together a couple of people that did have money that didn't know anything about real estate, and they they believed that I did, and so we bought a an old uh, kind of run-down 29-unit apartment building. And I did a lot of uh, managing of that building, and I helped fix it up, and we sold it in about 18 months and just made a world of money, a lot of money at that point in time. And so that was my... That was my beginning, and no, I never, I never dreamed that I'd end up uh, uh, still being an investor and active uh, 37 years later and, and with a program to help other people become an investor as well. I think perhaps some people don't realize that you are still a very active investor. And, of course, the general question that you must get, um, we'll just go ahead and ask it on this program as well, is that is, you know, why would you tell everybody your secrets? Uh, it's a good question, and, and I don't know that it's, uh, it's really any secret. I just love to help people. Uh, a big thrill, I, 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 I get a big thrill out of going to the grocery store or the drug store and, 
and having people come up to me and saying, thank you, I just bought one property or I bought a couple of investment properties. Uh, I like to help people in all aspects of life in, in every way, and I think that maybe this is just kind of a, a continuation of that, uh, of that innate uh, desire. You know, the old country song, since that's what this station is, you've got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. When do you think it's right to sell an investment property? Well, I guess if there's a need uh, that, that arises from wanting to have money or maybe to get out from under the management responsibilities, that might be a time. But I very, very seldom will sell a property. I, property. I, I have sold uh, a number, but I, I, uh, I keep most of my property for the long term because I think that's where you make the money. I, I, I look on people that buy and quickly sell property, again, as speculators, not investors. But that is one way you can do it. You can buy property if you if you know the marketplace, if you have the knowledge. You can buy property at wholesale and then turn around and sell it and and uh, make money. But my recommendation to uh, to people when I personally talk to them as well as through my course is buy and hold, because property is going up uh, on average about 4.9 percent a year over the last 75 years. And even though we had kind of an anomaly in the market uh, uh, the last three years where it went up a total of about 35 percent. Generally, 4.9% is about what you can expect. And uh, if you buy property with 5 or 10% down, you, in effect, are making 50 to 100% on your money. I find it interesting that in Memphis, the uh, median price of a single-family home uh, is very, very moderate, about $146,000, and that's up about 2% over the last six months. Memphis, I think, uh, according to either Barron's or some of the financial publications, could boast of one of the least expensive places in the country. But when you see things like what's happening in California and in some pockets of New York, this incredible amount of money that's being paid for real estate, as a seasoned investor and expert in real estate, do you just sort of sit back and say, there's just no way someone's going to get burned? Well, I think that if people are buying properties in those areas for investment, to rent out, and they're not doing a, a, a thorough analysis, economic analysis of the property before they do, so that the property carries itself, yes, I would say there's a good chance they will get burned. But, you know, in every, in every uh, market in the country, and by the way, there are about 345 identifiable real estate markets in the United States, and 60 of those, uh, not even 20%, are considered to be uh, overpriced. But in, even in every overpriced market, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Washington, uh, Boston, there are submarkets, and people have got to learn how to identify these submarkets and take advantage of the opportunities that lie there. Because it is possible in some of these submarkets, even in an expensive overall market, to uh, buy property that will carry itself based on its rental income. What do you look for as an investment property as far as return is concerned? Well, I look. I, I look for a, an ideally a ten percent cash on cash return if I'm putting any cash in the property, but at least an ability on the part of the property to carry itself with the probability of there being a rental increase over a, a reasonable period of time. And rents are going up. Uh, I'm so aware that people drive the same way to work each day, Mike, and they drive the same way to go shopping, and they don't know their marketplace. And I think one of the, one of the best things people can do if they're interested in investing uh, in income property uh, to rent out is to get to know your marketplace and, and uh, go out and, and spend a couple of hours every every weekend looking at different areas in your 
in your locale. And, and, uh, and once you get to know your marketplace, then educate yourself about real estate and learn creative ways in which you can approach sellers in, 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 in that market. This is truly a buyer's market these days. And, of course, the newspaper headlines uh, home in on the, on the, the 60-some markets that, uh, proper, where properties are overpriced, and they tend to forget, or, or people don't know, that there's a huge section of the country running from east to west uh, through the Midwest into Tennessee and Kansas and then south into Texas where properties are still very moderate. And it's not difficult to buy a property in those areas that will generate a positive cash flow. Especially question, if they know uh, how to do it. Huh. A question that I would have is, if you have a choice of buying vacant land with a pretty good appreciation potential or income producing, which one should you look at? Well, my own personal uh, feeling, Mike, is that uh, buying vacant land is, again, a form of speculation. Uh, basically, land has got to double in five years in order to break even, given the cost of money and, and uh, taxes and, in some cases, insurance. I, I, uh, I don't believe in investing in vacant land because that, again, is, is speculation. I tell people to put their money into improved property. Now, if you... Um... Can you direct our listeners to your website? Yeah, I sure can. I was just going to say, Mike, that I've developed a website that uh, is free, by the way, and, and I think it will help people to get out and, and, uh, and start making some offers. And it's the free tips and strategies that I've given them. It's in carlton2006.com. Carlton2006.com. Now, one of the things that, um, that people will, I think, will probably identify with is that you've got um, a lot of great success stories, but there's always something that someone that stands out. Just share that with us. You know, that's hard to do because there are so many of these stories. The, uh, the minister that uh, could hardly uh, live on the uh, small pension the church gave him, the widow in Texas whose husband died unexpectedly and could not live on Social Security, uh, the course has just changed their lives, and there are literally hundreds and hundreds of these that I've met over the, uh, over the last 23 years when we've been doing filming. People that uh, wrote and said, this is what I've done uh, with the course, and, and I just want to say thank you. And we contact them, and, and uh, they're never paid to be on the show, but they, they're delighted to share their success with other people. But, you know, I think as much as these people, uh, as the people that have made a half million or a million dollars using my course to buy real estate, it's, again, the people that I meet at the supermarket or the drugstore that tell me that they've, they've bought just one property, and that happens over and over again. And I, I, my heart really goes out to those people because I feel that I've helped them accomplish something that, that they couldn't have done on their own. Carlton Sheets, who is probably the most well-known and respected name in real estate and have, has taught so many people about how to buy property in a... Uh, in creative ways, and, you know, the bottom line is that you have your eye on something and you try to go after it, and, you know, not everybody's got the money for to pay for it in cash, or very few people even can get to close. So there is a way, there are methods to do that, and um, our thanks to you, Mr. Sheets, for joining us this morning. It's been a pleasure. Well, you're, Mike, you're very kind to say those things. I just would say to the, to the listeners, again, educate yourself, get to know your market, Visit my website, carlton2006.com, and, and, and get excited as I have been for the last 37 years. Our thanks to you, Mr. Sheets, Carlton Sheets.
And if you go on his website, you will find it's just very easy to maneuver. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us right here on Country Legends WMC 79. We'll talk to you tomorrow.